0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: Imagine if we could make illness an option. No, seriously. My next guest is Naveen Jain. He's the founder of Viome, a groundbreaking company that provides consumers with at-home microbiome analysis kits. Naveen is on a mission to disrupt the current healthcare system, helping people get to the underlying causes of their symptoms. So if you've battled chronic inflammation like me, or you have symptoms of brain fog, anxiety, depression, or even more serious illnesses like cancer, Parkinson's, and Alzheimer's, You may be interested in hearing Naveen's episode on chronic illness. My journey to you, years and years, I have been dealing with acne, Um, and and I always thought it was maybe hormonally charged. And doctors wanted to prescribe me. I took Accutane twice. I realized my body was telling me I was having inflammation. Um, So, if if you could provide a layman's term, an understanding what the microbiome is, and why it's so important to the body.
0: So first of all, Erin, I am just so elated to be talking to you because it has been a dream for me to be some days spent time talking to you. Right? Right. Uh, but uh, coming back to the answer to your question, we somehow believe we as humans are this unique thing, and you know, we forget that as a part of evolution, we are primarily a microbial community. The 40 trillion microorganisms that live inside our gut, they live on our skin, they live in our mouth. And the amazing thing is, without them, we cannot actually stay healthy. So, we need the human genes to be born, but we need these microbes to really survive and thrive. And here's the part that I found really interesting. The human DNA that we get from our mom and dad, they only produce about 22,000 genes. And these 40 trillion microbes give us about 2 million to 20 million genes. And what that means is, We are less than 1% human. So when someone tells you that, you know, your human genes that you get from your mom and dad are your destiny, what they are telling you is you are, they are wrong. Because to some extent, we govern our own destiny through what we eat and the people we meet, the air we breathe and the places we visit, all of that makes us who we are. To me, the human microbiome really tells us that we are not just a human, but we are a superhuman, a super organism that consists of the ecosystem inside us.
1: And that's what's so fascinating about it, is that each individual has their own chemistry. The things that upset my stomach are different from everybody
0: else. Absolutely. So we all have our own unique chemistry, and this unique chemistry does not come from our DNA. And I, if I may just go on this uh, you know, uh, rant, the, one of the biggest problems that has really happened to us is this fascination with the DNA, that somehow our DNA is unique and it makes us who we are. Well, it turns out any one of us, we share 99% plus the same DNA. In fact, the tree behind you and us as humans, we share 80% same DNA, right? And now here's the most interesting part. Every part of our body is identical DNA. That means you take our hair and you do DNA. It's the same as your teeth, your skin, your heart, your lung, and your kidney then why is it the same DNA? Why is it we don't have the hair growing in our mouth and the teeth growing in our head? Same DNA. And the thing is because it's not the genes, but the gene expression is what makes us who we are. So we don't control our gene, but we can control the expression of those genes. And these expression is incidentally controlled by the gut microbiome. So these 40 trillion uh, organisms when we eat the food, they release the substances called metabolites, which are absorbed in the blood, and they change our gene expression. They change our immune system, and what you're really seeing, the chronic diseases are nothing but the symptom of chronic inflammation acne, depression, anxiety, Alzheimer's, obesity, diabetes, or various types of cancer. Are nothing but a symptom of a chronic inflammation, and when you get rid of the chronic inflammation, we have you know hundred thousand people who have taken the test. People tell us their acne is gone. People tell us they're they're losing weight. People are telling us their you know glucose the A1C came down for diabetes. They're no longer taking the autoimmune diseases. And I just want to be very clear before somebody starts slapping my hand, we don't make a claim to cure any of these diseases. All we do is bring your gut into the balance. And once you bring into the gut into the balance, all these things that used to be the symptom, they go away. So just for the sake of the regulatory clearance, I want to make sure we don't diagnose any diseases. We don't make a claim to cure any diseases. And what's really amazing is that when you bring your body into the homeostasis or balance amazing things happen the body cures itself the body brings itself into the balance and that is what human body does
1: and that's what's been so amazing in my journey and and I say it's superficial because it's just my ac- it's my acne it's not it's not alzheimer's not parkinson's but my skin looks like it looked when i was 10 years old it's like almost a rejuvenated skin and i think to myself if that's what my skin looks like on the outside i wonder how my skin looked previously on the inside. And so- That's my, oh my, God. And one of the things, and you talk about the ecosystem and how we're all different. I'm researching you. Uh, you can't have spinach, which a lot of us yeah. think is incredibly healthy. And so we eat spinach every day. Meanwhile, yeah. we don't know if it's causing inflammation or if it's detoxifying our body. And that's what's really fascinating is maybe you don't claim to cure a disease, but you're putting people in a position to have knowledge about their own chemistry and thereby choosing, you don't have to choose to do, you know, and I want to go through what's really interesting is my avoid foods and my superfoods are avocado and, and now I'm eating bananas all the time. And I had no idea coffee which I drink every day because I used to work a morning show and I yep. would be exhausted. And I had no idea that was causing it. I always thought maybe it was dairy or it was the cheese or all of these yep. other elements. And it was the it was the coffee that was causing the inflammation in my gut.
0: You know what's causing the inflammation in my gut is apple, which is supposed to be healthy because I have an apple chlorectic leaf virus, banana, which is my avoid list, broccoli, Cabbage, Brussels sprout. And the reason is because my sulfide is so high, I can't eat the foods that are high in sulfate. I can't eat spinach because the oxalate mechanism in my gut, my gut organisms are not producing the enzyme to digest oxalic acid, which is very high in uh, spinach. So all these foods that I thought were healthy is exactly what was causing me the sickness, right? So as you see, you know, the people say, you know, our beauty comes from inside. But the fact is beauty comes from the inside. When we have the rashes on our face, we run around trying to fix it. And once you don't see the rashes inside your body, and we never, never fix them. But imagine... If you could look at this test that shows you the rashes inside your body and tells you what is going on, but more than just what is going on, it tells you what to do about it. Because it tells you here are the foods you should avoid, and here is and it tells you why. Not just Islam, voodoo. You can click on it, it tells you why. Here are the foods that are your superfoods and why, right? And that means. And our job is to empower you to become the CEO of your own health. We don't want to be the one telling you that we can do much for you. But what we can do is make the chronic disease optional. That means give you the information and it's your choice. And you may say, you know what, I'm going to go eat my uh, apple and spinach because I think it's healthy and you make a decision, and you get sick, not my problem. You made a choice, right?
1: Yeah, you have the choice and the freedom. and You're allowing us to have that. One of the things I wanna get into chronic illness too, because I think that was one of the big motivations for me in wanting to learn a little bit more about my own gut bacteria was on my dad's side. You know, he has dementia, his family has um, diabetes. My, uh, his brother had esophageal cancer. My mom was diagnosed with breast cancer at a fairly young age and it was very traumatic for me growing up. Um, I had done some research, and I learned that 1,600 breast cancer tissues share the same microbiome, and that if your microbiome isn't balanced, like we're all trying to achieve that homeostasis, even the chemotherapy will not be as effective. Is that true? Hey guys, we're gonna get right back to Naveen's interview, but first, a quick word from our sponsor. Personal trainers are expensive, and if you know me, you know I've always hated going to the gym. My gym membership was pretty much a monthly donation. But after doing a ton of research, my husband and I found FitBod. Is basically a personal trainer on your phone. Customizable workouts, personalized just for me. How long I want to work out for, how hard I want to work out. By the way, I'm still a beginner. And what equipment is available to me. They even have a body weight only setting. So if you're not up for hitting the gym or you're on the road, it's perfect. FitBod works for my ever changing schedule. Try FitBod now, 25% off using the code Aaron C that's only forty-five dollars a year, guys, for a personal trainer on your phone.
0: That is absolute not only the microbiome, you know, is involved in causing many of these diseases like pancreatic cancer, breast cancer, oral cancer. By the way, hot of the press. Last week, we got this bunch of saliva sample from the people who had oral cancer. And with 89% accuracy, we are able to predict just by looking at the saliva microbiome that you have oral cancer, to other things like breast cancer. So we're doing a trial with the pancreatic cancer, colorectal cancer, and all the different types of cancer. We really, there's a lot of research that shows that all of our cognitive diseases, such as depression, anxiety, uh, Alzheimer disease, and or Parkinson's or dementia, it is caused by the gut microbiome actually infecting our CNS system, infecting our blood-brain barrier, opening it up, and essentially going and infecting our brain. And then the you know the obviously the glial cells and the astrocytes release these amyloid beta that causes the Alzheimer. But it's trying to protect itself, right? So the point is, body is trying to protect against the infection that it's getting from these gut microbiome. And so what, you, what you're what you saying is that not only these things cause these diseases, even the cure for these diseases, whether it works or does not work or how effective it is, depends on your gut microbiome. So chemotherapy or immunotherapy, whether it actually works or how effective it is, depends on your gut microbiome. Here's another research that you probably saw, Aaron. Two weeks ago, there was a research that says that people who are taking a drug for say uh, Parkinson's disease called Labdopa, the gut microbiome they found was eating that drug. That means people were getting absolutely no effect of the drug because when you pop in a pill, it goes to your gut and the microbiomes were eating it away and the people were getting no benefit. And it turns out that all the drugs that we take eventually goes to our gut, it get transformed into something else and depending on what your gut does, the effectiveness of that drug and the side effect of the drug are different, and that's the one reason you probably hear when you hear a drug, it says you may have a side effect. Blah, blah 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 blah, and three minutes of all the side effect for tiny bit of benefit, if you may get. Wow,
1: that is fascinating. So then, let me ask you this, because we're talking about you know what years and years of our society have has used to cure diseases yes. uh, rather than preventative, which it sounds like you are a big a big fan of of trying to implement more preventative medicinal uses rather than treating it. uh, What do people do if they have a sickness and they need to take antibiotic?
0: So first of all, uh, you know, our current healthcare system as we know it, Erin, is completely uh, misaligned with the interest of the patient, right? So So everyone in the medical industrial complex makes money when you are sick and no one makes money when you are healthy. In fact, they love chronic diseases chronic diseases to them means a lifetime subscriber so they don't cure any chronic disease they simply want to suppress the symptom of the chronic disease when you it's like you know vacuum a mole you suppress it here and it pops up somewhere else and they have a drug for that then it pops up here and you have a drug for that and they basically keep you into lifetime subscription and our thinking is that These things, chronic diseases, shouldn't really happen. If you're not born with something, why would you develop it other than because your lifestyle is the one that's causing it, right? So what if you can get the balance? And our really hope is that all these chronic diseases, not only we can prevent, but we can actually be able to reverse them someday. And I'm not suggesting we do that today, but we are doing the trials right now, and we have already announced with Mayo Clinic we are reversing the insomnia. We are doing a trial for reversing the obesity. We announced the trials for, you know, type two diabetes. We are doing clinical trials for rheumatoid arthritis. We're doing a clinical trial for uh, heart diseases. So many of the diseases that we're doing a double-blind clinical trials to show that we can actually reverse these diseases. Now, coming back to it is, God forbid, if you have to take antibiotics, you absolutely, I'm not the person who say, you know, anti-vaccine, anti you know, you cannot do that. You absolutely should do that when you need it. Avoid when you can. For example, 90% of the time when the kid has an ear infection, 90% of the time it will go away. The body will actually cure it. But mothers want to give the antibiotics right away, right? Unfortunately, that really causes a lot of issues into the baby's gut microbiome. In fact, how the baby is born, whether it is natural birth or C-section, it also impacts the baby's health. In fact, here's a very interesting thing. The mother's microbiome during pregnancy has a large effect on the health of the child, right? So they showed that when the mother's microbiome is not balanced, the kid can develop autism. Kid can have all kinds of diseases because the mother's microbiome is not balanced. Now, if you take antibiotics, Most people will tell you to take a probiotics. That actually is not a best thing to do because what happens when you take antibiotics, it's like throwing a nuclear bomb inside your body. It kills bad guy and it kills all the good guys. That is not the time to take probiotics. That's the time to actually rebuild. And the best thing you can do after antibiotics, I mean, if I was giving a general advice, would be take as many different types of food take as many different types of fermented food you can get. So eat yogurt, kombucha, take uh, kimchi, sauerkraut, uh, pickles, everything you can and get all the different varieties. And then once you start to build that ecosystem, then you start taking probiotics. But you don't want to take a probiotic right away because what happens is the probiotics only has, you know, 6, 10, 12 strains and when you take billions of them, they actually end up occupying everything and then you can never build up the diversity anymore because they take over the thing, right?
1: Yeah. Well, you know, another thing that um, I have actually seen since applying the the, the elements, uh, you know, in terms of my superfoods to my diet, my stress and my anxiety levels have been lower. Yeah. So it's not only impacting my physical nature, but it's impacting my own mental Stature. Why is that?
0: Because our gut and our brain are directly connected through the vagus nerve. So when we talk about that, how uh, you know, our brain controls everything. And as you probably know, I actually believe that our gut is our primary brain because not only it was developed a whole lot before the mammals developed the uh, neocortex, but our, what happens in our gut doesn't stay in the gut it actually controls our mood, our behavior, everything in our brain is connected directly to our gut. 90% of the serotonin that's produced in the human body does not produce in the brain, it's actually produced in the gut, right? 90% of serotonin is produced in the gut, right? So our gut and our brain are connected directly through something called vagus nerve. And what they showed was the neurons the actual neurons exist in the gut and they are synaptically connected to the brain. So remember when you're depressed, you eat or you don't eat, right? When you're anxiety, you get butterfly in your stomach, right? So all these things are happening constantly. When you fix that, the inflammation in your gut and bring it to the balance, people will tell you that their anxiety has gone down. And in fact, many people who are on this fad diet, they don't realize that These fat diets do more harm than good because even if the diet worked for you, it's not necessarily going to work for someone else. And even if it worked for you today, it's going to stop working for you in three months from now because your gut had changed. And here's what happens. When you go on these diets like a paleo diet, you're eating so much protein, it doesn't digest and it goes to the gut and it starts to ferment and then it releases ammonia and sulfide, causing a massive amount of inflammation. You go on a keto diet. I've had so many thousands of people who do keto, and they're, in in fact, after six months or a year, they develop thyroid. They develop a massive amount of anxiety, right? And people who go on these fasting diet, the same problem happens. When you don't feed your gut microbiome, what do they do? They eat your gut lining. So if you're not gonna feed them, they're gonna feed themselves.
1: So then, so that did <clears throat> you answer the question about how you feel about fasting? You don't, so do, you, do you you like fasting? I mean, what's your opinion on that?
0: I think it it depends on with who and for how long. Some people 12, 12 hours is good. Some people six hours is good. Some people 24 hours is okay. And some people shouldn't be doing 24 hours. They should be eating every 12 hours, right? And some people should be doing 18 hours. So it's literally depends on each person, what is the right thing for them? There's no universal healthy diet. There's no universal healthy thing one could say you do.
1: So I have a question then about stress and the anxiety. Does stress and anxiety affect the microbiome or does the microbiome affect the stress and anxiety? Or is that all encompassing? Is that all one?
0: Yes. So so the connection between the, uh, through the vagus nerve is bidirectional. However, there are nine times more signals that go from the gut to the brain, and then from brain to the gut. But they are, it's a bidirectional; it's not one directional. When you are stressed, it impacts your microbiome, and when your microbiome is imbalanced, it impacts your brain.
1: Oh wow! Okay. Well, here's another interesting thing that I learned because I want to say I heard it on one of your podcasts, but you can take your own microbiome, yes. and you could let's say let's say uh, it was a an obese man and he yeah. transferred his microbiome into a yeah. mouse. Yeah. A mouse then becomes fat. Obese, yeah. And then same, uh, the other the other alternative, a skinny, let's say a skinny man puts his, yeah. and then that, the mouse would then become skinny.
0: Exactly correct. In fact, he's more than that. They did the thing with the fecal transplant in the children with autism. So they took at the University of Texas, they actually had 200 people who had autism and they did basically gave them a transplant of a healthy person to them. And even after two years, the research shows more than 50% of the symptoms were gone, uh, of autism symptoms were gone, just by transferring the microbiome from one person to another person. We, in fact, are doing a 5,000-kid our autism trial right now to reverse the autism by adjusting the diet, just simply supplements and diet to reverse the autism.
1: And what are, you, what are you seeing?
0: We just started the trial because we know, because once you can do the transplant of the microbiome and the symptoms go away, that is a very crude way of doing it. What if you can do it very surgically and modify it? And we really hope to get good results from it because once we do, this problem will go away. I mean, My whole goal in life is to make, create a world where being sick is a choice. You know, as you know, Aaron, my journey started in India. We were very, very poor. We didn't have a food to eat. We didn't have a place to stay. I came to America with $5 in my pocket, then to speak the language. And God has been so kind to us. God has given us everything we could have ever expected. And with that kindness, I feel that I have a tremendous amount of debt to the society. And I feel if I can give this gift back to the society of making illness truly a matter of choice, I would have paid my debt back to the society. So I am doing this. I work 18-hour days, seven days a week, every week, not because I have to work. I mean, as you know, I could probably sit on some warm island and never have to work for a living, but to me, This is not what the life is about. Life is about doing things that can make billions of people better. And that's one reason that even our children knew that they don't have to work. And our oldest is now doing affordable housing, affordable childcare, affordable senior care after graduating from Wharton. Our daughter graduated from Stanford as a Mayfield fellow, as a STEM fellow, and she's working in a company to remove the gender bias from hiring. She's a UN ambassador, right? Our youngest one just graduated from Stanford and he was selected as top 100 people in the world as a Schwarzman scholar and he's studying in Beijing, right? So three amazing kids, this is my gift, my way of giving back to the society. You know it used to to do the complete RNA sequencing used to cost three thousand dollars when we started. We brought the cost down to thousand then we brought it down to four hundred to three hundred and now our cost has come down to one fifty. Guess what we do? We sell that for one forty nine in fact, we're running a sale today for one twenty nine right In fact, we lose money on it right? But the fact is we are learning what makes people sick, and we hope that once we get to two million people we will know everything that makes people sick and we'll be able to understand it and hopefully reverse it and by giving everyone a choice making them the ceo of their own health we will be able to make illness truly a matter of choice not a matter of bad luck no one should ever say my mom died from cancer or my grandmother is suffering from dementia or my dad has diabetes um As you probably know, my dad just died, uh, you know, less than a year ago from pancreatic cancer. And we knew the pancreatic cancer comes from the gut microbiome, moving through bile duct to pancreas, shutting the immune system down. There is a tremendous research. And I told, asked the doctor to, you know, do this latest research and inject the antimicrobial in pancreas. No doctor would do that. And I saw him die. And my hope is that I couldn't save him, but my hope is in the next decade, we will make this thing so that no one will ever die. And that is my hope to God, is that gives us strength, give us things we need to be able to get rid of these unnecessary suffering from humanity that we have. And, you know, we no longer die from, you know, infectious diseases, but these chronic diseases are making, making our suffering so much, and we don't have to suffer. I think 10 years from now, our children are going to be asking us, dad, I cannot believe in your days, people used to suffer and you did nothing about it. We should be able to say, we did something about it. That's the reason you are not going to suffer or your children are not going to be suffer because we went out and did something about it. So if we don't do it for ourselves, do it for our children and our grandchildren. And all I ask is 2 million people, if we can come together we can solve this problem and we can get out of this parasite called pharmaceutical drugs. The pharma companies have become the parasite on humanity and humanity should come together to kill this parasite.
1: I I couldn't agree with you more Naveen. And when you talk about how much it means to you to help people, it's because you've experienced loss with this, with traumatic chronic illness. And I have as well. And I hope that, Uh, we can come to a place where we're giving people their own ability to control their own destiny. You're allowing me to choose whether or not I want to have chronic illness, where as like you said, it used to be so expensive to have to go to a doctor and it is intimidating to have to go to a doctor and a lot of people can't afford it. And people are getting sick more now than they ever have before. And now having the ability to know, uh, ignorance is not bliss.
0: Eric, why don't you share your story with the audience because I think they're gonna be inspired by how you benefit from it. Because my point is sometimes people just need to look at you in the eyes and say, Tell me about you, Erin, why did you do that, and how you benefited, and hopefully you can inspire them to do that.
1: And and I'm here today, thanks to you, because honestly, I had anxiety, I had acne, and I'm afraid of the illnesses that I see in my family. Thank you again for your time. We Thank know you, you are, you're incredibly successful, and all you do is just try to give back to people um, and give them the opportunity to have the ability to learn more about their own health, and we're so grateful for you. and. Truly, you are a game changer. Thank you, Naveen, for the time. Um, go to biome.com to learn more about biome, and, and in three weeks, we can't wait to check out the new app. So,
0: thank you again. Thanks a lot, Adam. Uh, we you. love you. Take care.